Today, I'm excited to bring to you a good friend of mine, Tanner Bickelhoff, the founder of Stella Residential and Tanbic Development. We've been working together, Tanner and I, for about 10 years and are excited to bring to you an opportunity to develop with us side-by-side, -side, dollar for dollar, on a project upcoming. Welcome to the Be The Lead podcast. I'm Brent Yates. Here we go. Good morning. Uh, coming to you from Alan Nicky's home. Uh, beautiful Phoenix this is the place I get rebooted. I've been here two weeks now and uh, you got to have your place. You got to have a place to recharge. Uh, just get back to mind, body and soul and, and really love on your body and your mind. Uh, you get out there in the world and get going a thousand miles an hour and things are coming at you and uh, you just got to find that place. I, I remember reading a book uh, about, uh, well, it was actually a People magazine about McConaughey. And uh, he once went to Peru and got dropped off for 10 days, right in the middle of, like, he, he had just gotten started uh, uh, with his career. I think it was Time to Kill uh, was the movie. And he just, like, everybody was coming at him. And they dropped him in Peru. And it was just a beautiful story. If you hadn't, I think it's in his book, Green Lights, actually. And uh, I was, I I wasn't like where I'm at today, where I knew I had to find balance and, and reboot to go to higher levels. Uh, but when I read that, I started that was start of my, the start of my journey, uh, really uh, to understand that uh, you got to take care of yourself uh, in a lot of ways to go higher. And that's what we're all about here. Uh, a couple of days ago, we had Amanda in and uh, Lorraine from Amanda's Hope. And uh, in the middle of the podcast, I just felt so blessed. Uh, to be able to do what I'm doing, to share value, uh, to share with you uh, the resources that have come into my life from a business, a personal standpoint, uh, and just where it's taken me. And, and we want to be able to educate you, share with you uh, the people that have inspired me. And Amanda uh, or Lorraine with Amanda's Hope uh, is one of those people. Uh, what's cool coming up, Michael Chandler, who I did a podcast with, uh, Fights in Texas, May 15th. And uh, for the 155 pound title, we'll be right there with him. Um, I've been to one, one or two fights before uh, several years ago, and the energy in that place is is like, you know, I, I was in a Final Four game, uh, the uh, Golden State Warriors and the Cavs, and it was it was a six number six game, and the Cavs had come from three to one, and they tied it up in Cleveland to go three three, and um, the energy like I had goosebumps several times in that game. And uh, I know with Michael, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna raise the roof off uh, as I did in his fight a couple months ago in my daughter's basement. But um, back to uh, some fun, uh, Kevin Hall's coming in today. Uh, it's one of those things that uh, when we bring somebody in, we wanna, we wanna elevate them. They've earned the right to be elevated, um, but he comes in today to play golf with you and I and Robbie Tebow and you're pressed. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there's going to be some butt kicking going on. I've got it all figured out. Best I can on pencil. You're pressed. Uh, best I can in pencil. I've got you beat. And so it's going to be a great day to see him. Haven't seen him since uh, he came in and did the podcast in Nashville. And uh, But what a beautiful family. Uh, his mom and dad, you know, when I saw the podcast or the, the telecast with Jim Nance and he uh, got goosebumps. Uh, anybody that watches it, if you don't get goosebumps, you're not alive. Uh, but I, I got them and I went, I said to Al, I was like, man, I got to meet this guy. And But obviously we know he's deaf. 
There were challenges to bringing him in. It was my second podcast. Uh, but I just knew I wanted to display the, the heart and the faith and uh, the energy that he has. Uh, even despite his disadvantages, man, he's been able to do so much and be the lead now sponsors him. And uh, it just, you know, everybody we bring in, we want to, you know, we're going to boost you here uh, with a conversation and then we want to see where you go. Because it's not about us, but it's just, you know, all of us need help along the way. So I've rambled for a few minutes about uh, the big one is just how centered I now feel uh, after a couple weeks here and, and ready to get after it. And we've got a lot to do. So Tanner, uh, I know you've been in Phoenix a few years um, and you've started a couple of companies in the last couple of years. And I've gotten to participate, uh, gotten to know you for a few years and uh, now participate as a partner. So first tell us about uh, how you got to Phoenix and your kids and family. And then we're going to roll on to some really cool opportunities that you and I have come up come up with for our, our listeners. Sure. Yeah. So uh, I'm originally from a small farming town in Washington State named called Dayton, Washington. Uh, from there, kind of fast forward, I went to school at Gonzaga University. Still looking my that's still a little fresh to talk wow. about. But um, but the, the semifinal game was one to remember. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So just an amazing community. And, um, you know, Spokane was the big city up there, but it's uh, just Re, just the whole season reunited me with a bunch of just old pals and friends that I hadn't spoken yeah. to in a while. And, and, uh, is, you know, always a good thing to go back to, especially when you're winning. Yeah. Um, so I, from that standpoint, I got involved in real estate around age 19, 20 years old, just really selling homes. Uh, I was in college, uh, and one of my professors casually mentioned the book called rich dad, poor dad. I picked it up. Um, as I did too. <laughs> I, uh, Government real estate license um, shortly thereafter while I was in college, sold homes through college, spun out, uh, was hired by a company called BlackRock, was selling high-end golf communities, and that went very, very well. And that's, call it 2008, 2009, right when, you know, the real estate crash hit. And mm -hmm. so from there, um, I was lucky enough to meet quite a few apartment guys, um, let's say four, four of which are now probably in the top 15 of largest multifamily owners in the country. And I just, uh, I just observed and, um, they were kind enough to give time. And, and I just realized quickly that I was selling, not buying. I was on the wrong side of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, but I didn't have the education for that. From there I, I spun off and uh, met a guy named Ken McElroy with MC companies and came out here, worked for him for a couple of years. And that was great. Got a quick learning experience. And from there I spun off and started, um, wasn't my first company I started, but really kind of the first like big boy venture uh, called Tanbic, mm -hmm. and so we started that in 2015, and you know here we are today. We're we're close to a half a million or a half a billion in real estate, and uh, now we have people That's and big employees. Big boy territory, and, as far as I'm concerned. Anyway. Yeah, well, we 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 compete with you know the big life insurance yeah. companies and the big mm -hmm. REITs, and um, we're you know we don't have maybe necessarily the big corporate mm -hmm. horsepower behind us, but we. Um, but we, we were prepared to compete and we do compete and we yeah. think that we find assets that are maybe a little bit different or, or have a, a special niche. And so we've, we found our way nicely and it's gone very well and spun off that. We started a management company and we've gotten all into kind of all sorts of other ventures, but yeah. multifamily is really the bread and butter of what yeah. we do in creating communities. Um, and then, you know, the management company just made sense to control that process, yeah. you know, from the bottom up. Yeah. 
Well, tell us a little bit. That's all good. And we're going to get deep on a couple of those uh, ventures that you're into that we're in together. And, uh, but I think it's cool with your kids and where that's going. And, sure. um, you know, with Reese, uh, three children. And tell us a little bit about yeah, that. Yeah, we have three kids. And a move, a recent move. Yeah, three kids. We're, uh, we're, we sold our house. We've been building a house for the last couple of years. So we've yeah. been living in a, in a cozy condo is what we'll call it. Yeah. Um, seven, five, and a one-year-old. And so it's perpetual motion and commotion, <laughs> and um, it's good. So we're yeah. we're moving and and you know building a house when we build apartments mm-hmm. is, it, you know, for me it's still transactional based, sure. and there's not a lot of a you know there's emotion in it. Perhaps maybe for my wife there's mm-hmm. a, there's much less in for me, and so um, you know the market's frothy yeah. right now, and 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 people are busy, and so you have to. You have to kind of fight for your house, I guess, sure. just like anything, just to get it yeah. right, because other people just won't right yeah. now in this your environment. Your expectations will not be met if you are not watching. No question. Ball. Like, just won't be. No question. Yeah. So it's it's kind of that old adage if when you go buy a car and somebody says, hey, I'll sell you the car for this, and then you negotiate with them and they drop the car, you know, 10%, and you're mm-hmm. like, but you would have sold me the car for more. Yeah. yeah. So, 100%. you know, you just kind of always... Yeah. So stellar residential. Uh, right. I've, I've had the opportunity to hang out with Dale Phillips several times. He was at the uh, groundbreaking in Prescott. Uh, we've gotten some time together. I know he's, I, I know his character. Uh, I know he, you put him at, at the top of stellar residential and uh, tell us a little bit about him and uh, your background with him and how you see the future for stellar going in. and, and your business model. What I, I know it's really cool. Sure. I'll let you tell about it. I'd like to kind of tell the audience what I see, uh, but I, I, I tell us about it. Well, I mean, I, I always am thinking that there's something that I know that I don't know, that I don't know all of it. And mm-hmm. so where I've had the most success is where I partner with the experience, or meaning somebody's had the track record and the sweat equity and just the grit, and perhaps I can bring in fresh ideas, organization, capital, whatever that is, and streamline that process. So. Uh, same thing with the construction company, in particular with the management company, Dale Phillips. So he was president and CEO of the largest multifamily group in Phoenix. He's done 30,000 lease-ups of units in Phoenix. There's no one that has done more. Mm-hmm. And there's arguably nobody's had more success. But in the way that I met him is they actually the first project that we bought, they managed for us. And that's where I came from a management company background. Like we had a management company. But I didn't come from a Dell Phillips management company, and so it was um, it was immediately noticeable and immediately like different. Like I'm I'm missing out, and so his level of detail, the way his people worked for him, um, you know, just I guess you could equate to the subs. Like if you're seeing something that's catching your eye that isn't done to your standard, his team knew him so well that they knew where he was going. They had already taken care of so much, and the, and their standard was so far above what everyone else was used to. So they've mm-hmm. just done really amazing communities. So we got to know each other at that time. And uh, and really what it came down to is that um, Dale, he was, why he was extremely well paid, he didn't own what he was doing. I think that was, that was the opportunity is that management companies have grown so big and so fast and have been so traditional and there was no need to change that 
if I could take him with his experience, I could get, we could give this mo- this model that we have validity. And really what the model is, is we outsource so we can spend all the attention on our people yeah. and our customer. So that's HR and that's accounting. So the biggest time sucks you have in management companies are, are that. And so everybody grew so big, so frothy, that if there was a disposition, that their back-end office doesn't ebb and flow with the amount of business they have. And so the best way I can summarize that is most management companies, if they're being honest, will tell mm-hmm. you that they they operated a 15 to maybe a 22, 23% margin. Mm-hmm. Um, we never operate under less than a 60% margin. Wow. And we have all the same people because we've cut out all the middlemen, we become efficient, we use technology, um, but our main... If you're outsourcing and your people are still your main focus, I think that there's there's still a connect there. Yeah. I see some companies maybe you're outsourcing and you lose that connection mm-hmm. piece, whether mm-hmm. it's relationships, whatever, then yeah. it loses me. So Dale has, you know, we've grown that to almost four thousand units now in the portfolio. We're actually we're actually selective. We say no a lot on what we manage and who we manage because we want to maintain service and margin. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have big plans for that company. You know, going forward, we brought in another partner named Ben, uh, who you've met, and yep. so it's uh, it's now got to the spot where I'm I'm a cheerleader. I'm able to get lots of data yeah. in the market, real lifetime, which is yeah. valuable for what we do. Sure. Um, so yeah, it's been a wonderful experience. That's awesome. They're all awesome people. When uh, uh, with that business model, I know there's a lot of room to grow. You are in the right place, right time, uh, really to have a lot of fun with that. Is when you have great people, lots of great things can be accomplished, of course. Right. So then we go to Tambic mm-hmm. Development, and uh, I'm involved in a couple projects with you. But the big one was 2018, uh, we partnered on Prescott. That's right. Uh, you finished, I, I say we finished, when I say that, I'm the pom-pom holder. Um, you know, when we finished, it was, you know, COVID was here. Uh, it had started uh, in March of 2020, and. We were op- wanting to open March. We kind of pushed it to April, May. Uh, don't really want to get into those details, but I think I think the challenge is there, and now the end result. We were up there yesterday. We uh, we looked at the property. Um, you know, we got Pam up there who's uh, running the property, uh, mm-hmm. which is a really beautiful thing. Uh, but everybody up there is just invested. They're That's invested right. in you. When we've talked before, when you show value to people, they're going to show you value back. And you learned that a long time ago, and it's uh, it's really uh, fun to watch in both your companies. And maybe you have three or four, but I only know about the two. But it's all about people. It's all about giving them the attention, helping them to to grow in their lives, and then you know it just all goes up together. But Tambic, tell us about you know the experience sure. uh, for Prescott, and um, you know what's next. Yeah, I mean Prescott. It's an interesting market because we live in a world of what we do, my competitors, REITs, we live in data. So people make decisions based off data. Well, Prescott's a unique town, but there's no data. And so uh, you you know this, but not a lot of people in my circle know this, but when we first came across this project, I was concerned because there was no data, but there were fundamentals, meaning supply was old, right? There was massive, rents were high, there's a shortage of housing. It just had old school fundamentals of real estate and yeah. and there was a spot where you could build perhaps less than you could buy existing product and so um we got a really special piece of land from a special seller he's no 92 years old mm. and we had no business getting that he's deal. a legend in it, prescott 
And we and the only reason we he selected us because he really selected us uh, was from another previous relationship of just again you never know who you're meeting along the way that shows up at a different time and creates yeah. that bridge for you yeah. and that instant trust. And so it was. I called you and you and Jordan came up and we we bahad up the the Prescott and we spent the day and um, and really what I was doing is I didn't know if I could put the equity together because there was data I didn't know if I would just had mm-hmm. goggles on of mm-hmm. and so we went all around that land you, we you 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 were pretty quiet I don't know if you remember but I remember coming but I wanted your honest thing of this is an interest yeah. and and I will not forget that two days you said i need a couple days and i called you in a couple days and you and Jordan on the phone you said yeah we'll just we're just gonna do it I'm like do what because I mean, like <laughs> normally i bring in yeah. a lot of partners yeah um and so you're you and you and jordan are my partners right. on that one where typically some deals i'll have 70 partners sure. maybe more um so this was the first one you so we, we did it yeah, and, off, and off we went yeah. and um you know, the market here was going to hear a lot about that deal. That deal has been yeah. wildly, wildly successful. Yeah. Um, you know, we never focused on what we thought it was going to be worth. We focused on what we thought the value was going to be for the customer yeah. and where the rents are. And we wildly underestimated that because the value of the, the customers have received and what that asset has done. Yeah. Um, it will break records in all sorts of different things, but it's been uh, that market has been amazing and that's kind of what we look for. So we, yeah. we saw a gap, we go, that's really our strong point. Um, but yeah, you, you guys showed up on that one and made that one possible. Yeah. So yeah, it was thank cool. you. Um, we also promised them at the groundbreaking, we tie into their community, which we did. Yep. And I know we're both really proud of that. We had a couple of years to figure out what that was. And uh, I, I'm real proud of what we did inside the community. And no matter what community we go to, it's, it's, it's about that you know it's about the people inside that community that live there we have to partner with them they don't have to partner with us we have to find a way to break that down and go hey we just we want to be here it's good for your city it's good for everybody but we, everybody needs to participate in that and we made that happen um so kind of flipping right across the street um two 14 acre parcels lees are involved you've been talking to them for 18 months about that and i'm really excited about phase two phase one tell them about uh, and, and don't forget the name. I, I want you to get into the name, how you, sure. how you named sure. our new, we'll call it Prescott 2 at this moment. Sure. Yeah. So, um, you know, the focus is always what's next, right? Like you do one, but you're in the middle of one looking at what's two. Yeah, and, right? we're always, and, we're, and I want to be, I typically want to be three to four years ahead of what people behind me might be doing, right? So they're coming, they're building. And oftentimes in apartments, people call them boxes and they build boxes. And I, I don't like that. Like, these are people's homes like we and we always talk about that if no matter what life brings you if you have a good home like you have a chance i mean you think about all the things that can happen in somebody's life that day whether it's a wedding or it's not good or mm-hmm. anything it all comes back to one spot and so we take a lot of responsibility on that and our whole team thrives around this so pam our who is one of our phenomenal managers her question, which I, I never told her to ask this, and I hear all the time, is when someone moves in, the next day she calls each of them and said, how did you sleep? And she's genuinely interested, and people comment to that on that. It makes it to me saying, you know, you guys are selling it, we're renting it, but no, and I slept great, by the way, but I, I've never had anyone ask me sure. that. And then, um, and that's because she genuinely cares. So 
moving on, like we have a good pro, we have a good team. We You've have created a culture. Yep. So we're, it would be disaster not to one. I owe it to our, our staff and those, I, we, I have to grow them. And the only way we can grow them, we can grow them a lot of ways, but eventually you have to grow them financially as well. And so I always feel that my, my team is wildly underpaid based on their performance, mm -hmm. all of them. And quite frankly, if they're not, they don't, it doesn't work out, right. but it's never been about that, right? Our, the, the scope and responsibilities that our folks have is tremendous more so than I think that they, that other companies are comfortable with, with, and that's where we spend all of our attention. So moving across the street, there'll be another 200 units. This one is the market needs it. It's going to be special. Everything that we've done up there has big, big views that you wouldn't normally see in apartment. I would right. argue that we have two of the strongest sites in the whole state of Arizona. Um, I don't care where you're at in Arizona, like these are good. And I mean, there's views that you can see some for 60 miles yeah. and it's- uh, and get some privacy to the uh, north, I think it is. It makes your coffee oh. taste better in the morning. <laughs> so uh, so we have all of those pieces and- um, <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, and so the first project, the upper piece is gonna be called the Palmer, yeah. which is my uh, my first daughter's name. What a, what a beautiful thing right there. I've thought about that. You told me that yesterday and it really gave me just from, you know, I want to do that in, in Columbus. I want, I want my kids, I want them to be able to grab a hold of some legacy piece, you know, whether I'm here or not, that's yeah. special. Tell us how you came up with that name. Yeah. I know so, it's your daughter, but you have so, a couple kids. So right? a lot of apartments you'll see are like Vista this, or, you know, it's some crazy name that somebody pulls off. And then the problem is it's not memorable. Yeah. So if I'm touring apartments or if you're in the market for the apartment, you go look for five apartments, whether or not, whether it's, whether you own homes or whatever it is you're selling, if you're not memorable, you're just making it more difficult on yourself. And so um, we try to get distinctive names yeah. that are short and typically start with the word the. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. It's just always has stuck. So um, I was spending a lot of time on this property and we were talking about names and I had been thinking about doing it for a while. And so Jim, the the gentleman that's ninety two, he's he's very protective of his community, and he you know he wants to know the name, and and we got on that's that. Why it's special. Yep. And so when I told him um, I was thinking about the Palmer, which was my daughter's name, he he said, I think that's wonderful. Yeah. And so um, there it is, and off we go. And, uh, and Palmer's your youngest? No, so she's the she's the oldest daughter. She's the middle. So I have Graham, who's the oldest, okay. Palmer, this middle, and Colby, that's so the does youngest. Palmer have a clue yet? No, 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 and it won't be good if she knows too, because she'll, <laughs> she'll be sure to let her brothers and sisters know. Okay, uh, so she's old enough to play the cards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But part of also yeah. that too is I think in a community, if we're going to build a project, it's just like when we build a project, like we knock on the neighbor's doors and I introduce myself and yeah. I say, here's my really business cool card and you're, we're going to stir up some dirt here yeah. and I'm going to clean your house when it's finished. Like we'll come in, like it doesn't make up for all the noise, mm -hmm. but if anything's bothering you or you have questions or whatever, like you call me, like yeah. I'm the source, you don't need to go to the newspaper. Yeah. And because if we're going to build it, I need to be able to sit here and look yeah. at you and tell you we're going to do yeah. that. So putting a name such as like your daughter's name just shows like this isn't a, we're not, we're not building boxes. We're yeah. going to go build a community. We want this to be there for a long time. Yeah. That's very cool. Well, here's like, we never knew it was going to be Prescott two, three. Palmer, obviously, Winfield right. Ranch first. They just opened Palmer. We don't have a name for the third one. But what we did was we set the basis in the very first one that this this is going to be a special, special community, and that now we go to two. So you've already done the, the really hard part, which was getting invested in the community, 
knocking on the doors, like that word's out. Like, like that's the kind of neighbor that people want to have. And, you know, with multifamily, sometimes, you know, I'm not sure how that's going to be reacted to. Usually there's a lot of pretense around, oh boy, what's that going to be like? Well, they know who we are. They know the product that you just built across the street. And uh, uh, with open arms, I know that we're going to be accepted across the street by how we set up the very first project, not knowing it'd be two and three, but that's the piece that most people miss. Yeah. I, I mean, we, I think we, you included, we, we put our, tried to put ourselves in there. If I have a house and I hear somebody's going to build an apartment yeah. right here in front of me, what am I feeling? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And it's not, Oh, great. Right. So, yeah. um, so information, the more information they have is better. And it's just, it's important. You know, um, I only had one homeowner on the last one, you know, who, who called me, um, and actually said, thanks, yeah. you know, which was because when you open that door in the floodgate, like yeah. you're asking for some stuff, yeah. right? It's, there's a lot of emotion. Um, and so it's just the way that we invested in the community where oftentimes developers come in, we pay impact fees to the mm -hmm. city, not to get too much in the weeds, but mm -hmm. that's, and then our renters, we generate a lot of tax dollars for a city yeah. typically. And that's where it stops. And you came in, came in with the foundation there's five nonprofits, local nonprofits, and not only um, did you know we do all the developer stuff, but we invested in that community to be stewards of the community, and um, I think that's probably what I'm more proud about than really anything else in the community is that anyone can come in and build something and it can yeah, work out. Right. Um, but we're Especially there in these times, and so development happens and it's going mm -hmm. to happen, and there's sometimes there's lots of anxiety around that. So I just want to be the preferred developer yeah. where people are going to say, hey, anything could be built here. Yeah. We're lucky that it's this because we know that he'll do it right. Yeah. And then when it's built right, we'll operate it right. Yeah. So you have to, you know, there's rules around the community and sure. we put all that together. And so it's, you know, it's just a big moving piece. But um, and we have a lot of fun at it, too. Right. At the end we of do. The day. We yeah. do. Love all that. Great detail. Uh, you can see why he's my partner. Um, so then to Prescott three, um, we've been kicking around some really cool ideas as we talked about in the beginning, uh, rich dad, poor dad, like I got it 20 some years ago. I gave it to my son. Um, then I look at the book that I'm writing and I look at our website and I think, okay, so what it's about, what I'm about is giving people resources to help move their lives forward personally, professionally. Uh, it's all one, right? If one's off, one's behind the other, it's got, it's got to go together as one. Um, I've done a lot of startups. I built my first duplex in 1992. Um, we had a, a condo development, my son and I, Jordan. Uh, so for 30 years, I've been building pipelines and houses. Um, and, and you know, if it, if it can be constructed, I'm pretty good at it. I love it. I understand the people, I understand the trades. Uh, it's not easy to deal with the trades, uh, especially if you're a one-off. You know, we are not a one-off now. We have a future. We have a vision, uh, which is really cool because people get excited around that when they can see the growth. Not just the people that work for you, but the people that work for you that work for someone else that know that, hey, we got to do a good job or, you know, this guy's our future. Right. That's where momentum and energy gets built. And so four or five days ago, I know when Al and I and uh, Justin, uh, Alice were in Nashville and Christina, we were talking about what are we going to, you know, what's it going to look like? How do I get audience viewers, whoever's listening, involved with us? Well, today Kevin Hall is coming to play golf. 
I'm going to go to Michael Chandler's fight. But the bigger thing here is how do we get turn rich dad, poor dad readers into real, put them in real time. What does that look like right from the ground up from the time that we get the piece of land till we go, okay, let's, let's get this to an architect. Let's get a GC. Let's find out what it costs. Let's get it approved. Let's go through permitting. Uh, let's grade the site off. Let's start. And then the process starts. Then you've got to run it up or whatever that trade is after that. But that process is a big, I talked about it in uh, 35 seconds. It's a big process. It takes a lot of thought, experience, wisdom, know-how, connections, uh, right frame of mind, diligence. Uh, it all comes into play when you start a project of that size. These are multi-million dollar projects. And I'm not trying to press you with that, but that's where I've gotten to in my life. And that's at 39, you know, that's where Tanner's at. And we're, we're just, what's next level? But when we discussed, how do we involve our listeners? Those that, and, and I've mentored two or three guys along the way in the last year, and I sent them books and I talked about the process just as I educated myself on multifamily. I built some duplexes. You can call that his multifamily, but this is next level where you want to be multifamily. You read all the books, you look at the investments. I've never done well in the stock market, but this multifamily is absolutely where it's at. But from an individual investor standpoint, like you hear people out there talking about it today and they're telling them where the flows are, where people are migrating to, where do you build next? They'll never, unless get connected, be able to fund one themselves unless they get a break. I've gotten lots of breaks. Like my hands up, I've had a lot of people come in my life and help me out. And my whole book, the whole process of the website, the sources, the people I bring in to edu help educate us all uh, is about how do we help them out. And we both said almost immediately, like how many investors could we take in and what does that look like? I'll leave the rest of the conversation to you for Prescott 3. Yeah, I think that what happens is I get to sometimes where people they want to get in the business or they want out of the stock market or they're diversifying mm -hmm. so i'll call it capital preservation and the problem is you typically have to pay to play so the options are out there you can go out there and you can invest in a in a reit nothing wrong with those but what happens the common denominator is you're getting feed to death before you start so i call it you're paying you're paying to learn you're paying to play so uh, you know, a REIT can average anywhere from 11 to 12% of upfront fees. So by the time you put a dollar in, only 88 cents of your dollar is going to the investment. So you're, you're already down 12% before you start. And so it's difficult. Or you get somebody that's taking your money, they're getting deals, they need your money. And so when they need your money, it's already they're running a, a business on your money, it's which is cool. It happens. Like I had, Transparent. To, I had to start there. Like yeah. you have to have fees. And so you got to make sure the fees are marginal and whatever. So if it's really about giving and if it's really about, hey, I want to be aligned. And so because you're involved is the reason that I would even have this conversation. But what I would say Prescott 3 would be is that it'd be a non-promoted opportunity, meaning I'm going to put my money in, you're going to put your money in, they're going to put their money in, and the dollar goes to the deal. There's no fees, there's no promote, there's nothing. The deal does well, everybody gets their share yeah. based off the dollar it goes. And so Education. You, what like like whatever dollar amount we come up with, like like it's like right now this is a we're just talking about it. But I'm thinking like five hundred investors, thousand bucks each. That's a half a million dollars, I hope. And then we put in a half a million 
dollar for dollar, we go build something. But the education piece is from the ground up that we as a team are going to provide to them where one day they'll be able to go, I now have experience. I saw the process. If they want to come to the sites, great. If not, there's a we're thinking about a quarterly type call. Um, we don't know what it all looks like, but we want to educate an investor, a future builder, a future multifamily investor on the first leg of this and really give them an education beyond what they can read or hear. The unfortunate part of all of that, of what you said, yes, yes and yes, that's what I wanna do, but where we get constrained is the accredited investor mm -hmm. platform. So the investor has to have an accreditation. So if you're if you're single, it's 250,000 or 200,000 right. the previous two years. If you're married, it's 300 or it's a million dollar net worth. If you don't have that, then the problem is then you have to go to an unregulated deal. And the amount of like, it, I haven't cracked that code mm -hmm. yet. So, you know, that's going to be the biggest caveat is, sure. is, so if you're accredited, you can start there. If you're not, like, you need to be listening to learn to become accredited, sure. right? Like there's other, there's paths sure. to how you grow. Like it's a climb. It's frustrating. It's my, yeah. it's my biggest knock on the system because in my, yeah. think about this, the person that needs the, the credit deal the most yeah. is the person that's not accredited. Yeah. And they can't get, how are they going to get there? They can't get there. They can't get married. So that's, um, that's a problem to mm -hmm. solve. Mm -hmm. The, the other thing that comes in again is where it's, we're, we're not profiting from, people's we make money doing what we make money doing what we do we make right. money building apartments operating apartments mm -hmm. creating value and if that works it's just putting the customer first i know yeah. that sounds silly yeah. but it just isn't done a whole lot um so again for like what you're doing and where you're going because i watch you give more than anyone like the only way you keep it pure and the only way it works is if i do the same thing yeah. and so I would do that with you, yeah. you know, cool. and I think it would be, uh, I think it would be fun and rewarding yeah. and, and, you know, again, it's real dollars sure. going in. Well, obviously it's infancy stage. We just started talking about it five yeah. days ago. I'm jacked up about the prospect of bringing in 500 partners through our website, through communication. Um, I'll, we'll find a way through an LLC. There'll be a partner with me. Um, um, I think, you know, you have to go find me somewhere on the web and go, okay, can we trust this guy? Know that you can. Uh, I've got friends and families in all my deals, um, mostly family, uh, but friends and family who are all one. And uh, I've got 15 or 20 people, and I want these all, all to be successful. More than I want it for me, I want it for them right. and uh, their future. So we're going to figure that out uh, one way or the other, and we'll spend all the money it takes to figure that out. Uh, so I'm really just excited that, um, it just kind of happened. We're get, we have the pro property, we have uh, the contractor coming in right. to do the apartments, and I'm hoping in 22 sometime we can start a piece or a phase of Prescott 3, which gives everybody this opportunity, but there'll be more details. Uh, it's obvious that you've got a lot of value to share with our people, and, and you're exactly what's gonna make this work, whether you're a wellness doc, whether you're a builder, whether you're an investor, whether you race sprint cars, whether you beat people up for a living, whether you hit a golf ball for a living, we wanna bring in people that can raise the elevation of our country. And you're one of them. So we're really proud to have you in. I'm proud to have you as a friend. 
uh, as a partner, uh, I count on you for a lot. I probably pressure you a lot. I hope I add value to our relationship. And that's probably, or I hope, what got me to sit here with you in the first place. It wasn't just my my pocketbook. My pocketbook, anybody can write a check. That's right. And uh, I wanted to add value in a lot of different ways in your life. And I, I, I hope you've seen that as I've seen that from you. So we've got a long way to go. Today's a start to introduce you to the public. Uh, and I'm excited about what they hear, what they see, and you know uh, where this all goes for you, for us, and for our readers. So thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for and having me. Look Let's forward go. to the future. All right. Let's go. Thanks for listening. Find more resources on be the lead.me.